0: Let's go to the KRDO Newsline and visit with Joe McClain. He is joining us right now to talk about the emergence of technology and EV adoption accelerates the GM expanding of EV first responder training efforts in Colorado. Uh, first of all, welcome to the show. We appreciate it. Uh, let's get into this. How significant is this in, in, uh, in helping train first responders throughout the United States and Canada?
1: Hey, Dan, really glad to be here and talking about it. So we came to Colorado last week. We're going all around the country and into Canada, uh, like you had said, to do a tremendous amount of outreach and in-person training with our nations and and really across North America, first responders and second responders on how they might best arm themselves or be aware of the considerations for dealing with electrified vehicles. And We've received just a, a tremendous response and, and support from you know all kinds of state and, and federal agencies. Most notably, last week, the Colorado Department of Transportation.
0: You know the the, the battery uh, has really changed in uh, electric vehicle technology, and you are the the GM Global Product Safety and Systems Engineer and the leader of the training effort. Why the big? Why is this big push happening now? Is it just? to to jump in line with conserving energy and and making it more efficient for these first responders
1: it's it's more than that so we believe that there is a pathway for an all electric future at general motors and we want to be you know moving in step with our nation's uh, most some of our most important assets you know the first responders and again second responders that are going to be called to deal with these types of vehicles and products on the roads and, and really all other forms of transportation mobility in the coming years. But we want to be the best partner with first and second responders across the, uh, the continent, and really across the world, but providing them the information, again, in person and hands-on uh, with subject matter experts from across the company, uh, General Motors and OnStar, really providing this, you know, immersive and, and new training technologies with, uh, again, first and second responders.
0: For those people that saw the hurricane hit Florida and some of those electric vehicles that kind of exploded when, when water was surrounding them, it, it, it is it a misnomer that water is dangerous around the EV battery?
1: Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Dan. The, the misinformation that came out of Hurricane Ian and, and really all across the southeastern part of the country Um, salt water we know corrodes all kinds of electrification terminals including you know 12 volt terminals on on our traditional lead acid or other low voltage batteries in our vehicles to be honest the only thing that sufficiently cools and addresses lithium ion uh, fires or incidents is copious amounts of water so we do you know include in our training the facts about you know Voltage not being carried up a stream, and, and how important it is to understand some really uh, pretty elementary or basic uh, electrical concepts uh, when dealing with this new electrified
0: future. Yeah, it's awesome. Now, talk about the vehicles themselves. What kind of vehicles are they? All terrain, or just uh, trucks that get them up to the to the trouble spots? What what kind of of uh, vehicles are we talking about here?
1: So, what we're talking about, you know, on the nation's roads and really all across the world, are mostly consumer. Um, vehicles, you know, passenger vehicles, light duty trucks, but you're seeing increasing numbers of electri- electrified transport in, again, all other modes of transportation, electrified buses, electrified waste trucks, electrified uh, fire uh, apparatus, and, and, the, and the list goes on and on. But the vast number of uh, potential interactions that these first and second responders are going to have are with you know, passenger or consumer-owned vehicles. But they do run the gamut, Dan, to be honest, you know, all terrain, uh, electrified transportation in, in all modes of transportation.
0: And I would imagine that the, the GM factories, the, the, you know, that has the ability to mass produce these now these EV vehicles. The, is the infrastructure there now both in the building of these vehicles as well as the charging stations? Or is that still an effort that n- needs to catch up with with the technology?
1: That's a great question too. So, General Motors has a common vehicle architecture and a vehicle uh, battery platform that we call Ultium, that is being produced here in the United States and in plants all across the country. Uh, we just announced plans to, you know, begin building another electric vehicle plant here in the in the upper Midwest. But all across the country, these Ultium battery plants are, you know, next to and, and supporting traditional vehicle assembly plants. But the Altium uh, brand and the Altium name is is what you can look forward to with General Motors. And your question about the electrical charging infrastructure is a great one. I have owned an electric vehicle and driven all across the country with you know various levels of uh, really success in charging in different parts of the country. But you are indeed correct that it, it will need to have a national effort and in, in certainly partnerships and rest stops and uh, you know state level. Efforts as well as commercial and you know private interests in putting charging stations at truck stops or um, at rest stops or other places where people may uh, stop and get a cup of coffee or you know do whatever while they're t- taking on a charge. But it is a holistic effort, and you're. A great question to ask.
0: Thank you. And, and the final question for those people that don't have an electric vehicle: let's, let's say that the uh, that it's already it's almost drained. How long does it take to charge one of the batteries up while you go in and, and get your cup of coffee or your dinner?
1: So, electric vehicle charging times have dropped dramatically uh, just in the last couple of years. What we have on you know, the roads right now are vehicles that can take um, you know 100 miles of charge in 10 minutes. So it really is not a long length of time that people might always have to wait uh, for charge. It does depend on the vehicle, and I'm not going to lie to you. There are some vehicles that uh, might take longer, but the charging and the both the infrastructure delivering the, the energy as well as the vehicle's ability to take on the energy do vary widely out in the market.
0: Excellent. Jill, great information. Thanks, and you're welcome back anytime. Enjoy the conversation. Thanks again.
1: Thanks again, Dan. And I'll just plug the website for folks that are interested, gmevfirstrespondertraining.com. You can go there and look at additional resources or any other trainings that you might want to get some information on. Thanks a lot, Dan.
0: It's our pleasure. And you can go back to careto.com and listen to this podcast for that website uh, and all the information we just discussed. Thanks again.